0: This week's Adam Schefter podcast we are in Jacksonville Florida no better place to be in late June than Jacksonville and we'll be joined by the Jaguars head coach Doug Marone as he talks about the coaching influences in his life and we'll be joined by the Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey who talks about how he's going to spend his summer and it's not in a way that you would imagine but first the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Doug Marone. What do you remember of playing for Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson in Dallas?
1: Tom, I never really, never really got to practice with or anything. I came in there really for the off season program. He was still the coach, so the team was up for sale, and so I was in, um, you know, Coach Landry's last team meeting. Which you know, I always tell people, I've always felt like, you know, you you sit down there and Randy White's there and Two Tall Jones is there, and you know, you just like I. I really shouldn't be in this meeting. You know what I'm saying? Of this it was an emotional meeting. Um, it was his last team meeting. So, you know, it was a you know, I felt like I you know, I don't belong really, you know, to be part of that. And then you know, and then, you know, Coach Johnson came in and and then um that was the big draft that they had that first year and then um you know, I was I was released.
0: What stood out about that last meeting that Tom Landry had with the Cowboys, even though you felt like you didn't belong there?
1: I mean, he was, you know, just, you know, very thankful and very appreciative of everything that's gone on. And um and it was emotional, you know, and, you know, I always looked at, you know, Coach Landry from when I was a little kid as, you know, the stoic type figure, you know, and to see him and, you know, see him there and in that emotional state of really connecting with those players that have been with him a long period of time, you know, and you're sitting there and you don't have that same type of connection or same type of. Um, you know, relationship. You look around and say, you know, I I don't really deserve to to be in here to listen to this great man. Um, you know, speak, you know, speak to you know the players that have played for him.
0: What do you remember about Jimmy Johnson's first team meeting?
1: Nah, I was fine. I mean, I I knew about you know Coach Johnson when he was you know in college, you know, at Oklahoma State and then at Miami. So, you know, Tony Wise was my line coach in college, so he was he was part of that group. So, um, you know, I felt. You know, comfortable. David Shula at that time was the offensive coordinator that Jimmy brought in first. So obviously, I felt comfortable. You know, with the offense, but um, you know, nothing. Just you know, uh, you know hard. You know? you know, Coach Johnson. You know, demanded a lot from players, and you know, um, you know, really can push the buttons and push people, and um, you know, demanded a lot, and he got a lot in return.
0: You've been around so many great people. Who do you think said the biggest influence on your coaching style career and the coach you are today
1: i think it is it, twofold i think the, the first the first part of it is you know i had a um, hall of fame college coach and dick mcpherson I had a lot of great coaches that have gone through syracuse um and then you know obviously miami i had um you know, uh, unbelievable, you know, Johnson Dusky was the line coach, he's passed, who was with, you know, played in Cleveland, it was with Coach Shuler in Baltimore, which Coach Schuler. you know, who who's, a, in my mind, one of the best coaches I've ever, assistant coaches, been around. And then you go through all the teams and I've had all these great coaches and then you decide to go into coaching and, you know, you want to take all the great ideas from everyone and kind of put them into your own words, and you know, you find out, you know, you make you make mistakes. You you know, you try to go too fast, and you know, obviously, I started at you know Division three, you know, Cortland State, and then Coast Guard Academy, and kind of worked my way up. So, I think you you find that, but I I would say, you know, then you get to the NFL, which is is different. You know, it really is. And my first job was with Herm Edwards, you know, at the New York Jets, and you know, the the guy who probably had the most influence on me and and coaching in the NFL um, was a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Ray so Jimmy Ray you know he's been in the league for a long period of time and you know so basically they hired me right out of college so I was I think at that time the youngest offensive line coach and you know Jimmy was you know like obviously he became my mentor but he was kind of like you know making sure I didn't screw shit up you know what I'm saying <laughs> I didn't I didn't have any problems and you know I learned a lot so I put a lot into you know, I'll give you an example. The, the first meeting I have with the offensive line and we had a we had a, a veteran group, so um and I and I was always appreciative of uh you know, them being able to open up and Kevin Mai, who obviously is going into the Hall of Fame, you know, had a huge part in that, you know, of uh, you know, you coming in, and you're coaching a guy that's been a bunch of Pro Bowls and, you know, just being able to, you know, just l- listen and accept things, you know, not making it hard on the new coach, you know, coming in or first year coach or the college coach, whatever you want to say, you know, but Jimmy's in the back. So I put a ton of time in, you know, it's, you know, I got everything ready, just like a teacher. You know, I have all my lessons laid out and OK, here comes lesson one. I go in there and, and Jimmy's sitting in the back and I'm up on the board and I'm coaching my butt off. And, you know, so I'm like. Sweating and, you know, we're getting ready to take the field and I, I go to Jim. And I said, well, what do you think? You know, I want you to critique me. Could I do anything better or He goes, well, we're going to find out in about a half hour when those players get on the field and see how they play. You know, and it was little things like that, you know, of you can, you know, really, you know, you, if you think you did a great job in a classroom and it doesn't carry over into the field, you really haven't done a great job. So, you know, he's the one that, you know, probably has, you know, I would say that, that was the biggest influence on me. And then, you know, I, I coached at a lot of great places in college too I mean I worked my way up from you know Cortland State, Coast Guard Academy Northeastern and then Georgia Leary you know really gave me my first break coming into Georgia Tech as an operations guy and moved to tight ends and offensive line you know and then Jim Donnan at Georgia and then Philip Fulmer at Tennessee you know prior to me going to the New York Jets so I, I was very fortunate and then you know we had a, had a great relationship when um, you know I went to the Jets with Herm and then and obviously he leaves and then um, you know, I was able to hook up with Sean Payton, which was, you know, really, really great for me. So, so we had the same type of of uh philosophy and, and as far as offense and, you know, he was just a great communicator. And, you know, I was fortunate to have a great quarterback in Drew Brees. And and I think that opened up some opportunities for me and. You know, when Syracuse University, you know, reached out to me and opened it up, I, I felt like I needed to go back. So I went back there. You know, we tried to change the program around. I, I thought we, you know, obviously, like most coaches say, we left it in better shape than, you know, we took it, so, you know, or took over. And then from there, I went to uh, Buffalo. And what, then from Buffalo here.
0: I was going to ask you, what role did Boots Donley, the great Middle Tennessee State, play? Yeah, he was, he was
1: great for me. And, um, uh when I – I mean, all the time he's, he's always been there. You know, I mean, you talk about someone that's just going to support you 100% with no agenda, you know. Um, now, he's those, another one. For those one. who don't know, he's, he's, that's your father-in-law. Right, right. It's my father-in-law. And it's I can tell you a funny story. So, you know, my father-in-law gets inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. My son's going, Dad, do you think he'll ever get into the, the Hall of Fame? No. He goes, and then my father-in-law has a statue in front of the stadium of him, right? So my, my son, again, he's, he was smaller at the time. He's like, Dad, you think he'll ever get a statue in front of the stadium? No. So, Dad... Granddad's a better coach than you. Yeah, he's a better coach than me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but he's been great because you know he's always there for for winning. You know, the the winning and losing and the support. And you know, he he's old school now, and old school is to me is just he's just straight. He's not there's no filter to him, and he really helped me with the the college when I went back to college. You know, in Hey listen, if you don't do this, it's gonna be, you're gonna get beat if you don't do this. It's like, you know, one of the things he said early on is like, look, you can't do enough tackling drills. You know, in college football, teams will mo- lose more games early on because they can't tackle, you know, than they, than, than they, than they maybe should. So, You know, I think that was an important point. We became a very good defensive team, very good team that can tackle, and I think that helped us win some games at Syracuse.
0: But can you do that today, the tackling drills? You can't do that with the CBT. Well, you you?
1: can't do it with – you know, college is different. You have, you know, 100-and-something bodies out there on the field. So, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do, but there's a – I think technology has helped us with, you know, the rings and things that you see, the, the dummies that you can tackle and pop back up. Mm-hmm. So I think the technology and it can at least give you um, some type of learning of how we want to do that the proper way.
0: Does Coach Donnelly ever call you and say, what the hell are you doing?
1: What the hell are you thinking? All the time. All the time. You know, you got to remember now, before I get to him, I've got to go through my wife. Who, <laughs> you know, I used to say in college, college football, I said, you know, I actually married someone that's been to more – um, college conventions and myself, you know, because coach would take the whole family with them, you know. So you know, she knows football, which is which is good and bad. Uh, it's, it's good, you know, when it comes to hey, that she knows the schedule. She knows you're not going to be around. You know, you're going to be away. You know, what's tough is, you know, I give you an example. We were in uh, New Orleans and we lost to a team that we should should have beaten. Okay, we come out. We go fourteen nothing real quick, you know, up, and then all of a sudden you know we lose the game, and I'm usually the last person out of the locker room. I just it just takes a a fat guy like me a long time to get changed, <laughs> but so we're walking we're walking I'm walking out and and obviously we lost so I'm, I'm pissed off right i don't you don't want to talk to anyone, so there is my wife and the kids and and Helen says you know. I need to know what happened. What the hell happened out there? How come so-and-so did this? How come so-and-so did that? Talking about my players, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I was like, look, I, I, I just, I just played the game. I just stood in that locker and went through the whole game again in my mind. You know, what's going on? I, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. She goes, well, you have to talk about it. I said, well, why? She said, because I'm the one that's going to be on the car line tomorrow and everyone's going to ask me questions and I want to know the damn answers. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so that, that's kind of, how it is, you know, it's like, you know, we've run this one play, you know, when I became a head coach, I'm, you know, the, the toss crack pass, the halfback pass off the toss, you know, right now I'm 0 for 3 with like 3 returns for touchdowns against us. You know what I'm saying? And she said, if you ever run that play again, I'm going to divorce you. You know? So I, you know, so every time that, we, you know, I'm a little pissed off, I always tell the offensive guy, hey, put that play in. But if this week keeps going the way it is, I'm running that shit.
0: and for those who don't know helen's also a lawyer Hmm? so she's a lawyer and she knows more football than you do
1: it's it's tough i'm good (laughs) i think i need support from people out there i always tell them you know i i'm you know she was a uh a a district attorney so i mean you know she's a trial lawyer so um i i can't win you know i mean i you know she and then you know she'll start that 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 trial lawyer stuff, she'll start asking me questions like, you know, four or five questions, you know, same question, but all in a different way, you know? And I, I'm like, I'll start sweating. I mean, like I'm like on the witness stand, you know? So, um, she's good at that. And, um, but yeah, yeah, she, she does that. She's, she's been great. You know, she obviously everyone in this profession, you know, all the head coaches, all the coaches, no matter what level you're at, um, you know, the, the wives are probably the, the one, probably the strongest group of people, uh, that are out there, and and at the end of the day, they're probably, you know, the reason you know why we're able to do our jobs because it's it, it it's tough on any family. So, you know, you look at you appreciate you know how all the wives support their husbands.
0: So you have to answer to the owner, and you have to answer to your wife after a game as much as anybody else.
1: Yeah, I would say at, in, in my past, my wife's the toughest one. You know, because everyone else you can kind of you know it's going to end. But not when it's with your wife. It, it can go into two, three in the morning. It can be all night, and you know. But uh yeah, and I, I think it's good. I mean, you know, she's she's shooting you straight, and whatever she's seeing, you know, you know that that's what the people are saying. You know, the fans or whatever question she has, she's you know she knows football. So um you know, but it's, it's 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 tough. You know, it's it's. I like it though. I mean, I I'd rather people ask and be able to answer because a lot of times it's not. You know, the plays or it's it's kind of trying to give people when I get a question of why'd you do this or you should you have done this more, you know, after a game, you know, I always think to myself, well, obviously, if you haven't won the game, you should have you know, thought about that. But I can always give the reason why why we were thinking this, you know, whether we're right or wrong, you know, but this was our thought process going in. So I always try to answer questions like that so people can understand what went into the the thought process of calling a play or running a, you know, whatever you want to do.
0: I was going to ask you about this upcoming season's chances for the Jaguars, but I guess I should ask you what does Helen
1: think of this upcoming team's chances? She doesn't like it when I'm positive. So she always says says that makes her nervous. And 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 I'm not, you know (laughs) – I've gotten better. I used to be you know, you know, tough. And it, I think that, you know, right now where we are as a team, you know, we came in with a couple of goals, you know, in, um, you know, journeys, OTAs and, or in phase one and phase two of, you know, really trying to build trust, build communication. Um, you know, obviously asking, you know, the team for, uh, you know, hey, if you're here, we just want to be on time, we want to be prepared, we want to give great effort, and we want to focus on winning. So those are the things that we've talked about because it's difficult during this period of time to know who can really play and who can't because, you know, we, we don't have equipment on, we're not really playing. But um, there's other things that you can do, and those are the things that we've been working on. So I feel very good about where we are right now I can see the the, the rise in communication I can see um, the trust and the bonding amongst coaches and players and 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 you have to build that this time of year because you have to build it where it's strong enough because as soon as you start training camp and and to start going you know that's when adversity starts to hit so if you don't have that foundation you know it can pull apart your team in different ways and you got to make sure that you stick together
0: positive Doug what is positive Doug doing during his summer time off this summer
1: well, usually that's where I, I spend time and I try to read. I, you know, I catch up on all my reading. So, you know, it's probably, you know, I'm not a, I don't have a lot of hobbies. So, you know, I'm not a golfer. I don't, you know, I'll fish a little bit, but I'm not one of those guys that wakes up and is dying to, you know, do something if it's not football. So, you know, what I'll do is I'll get up in the mornings, you know, cause I usually wake up earlier than the rest of the family. I'll have my cup of coffee. I'll look, you know, I'll keep going through the training camp and the season. You know, I'll have some things on my iPad to look at, um, you know, some of the things that we've are off season projects, you know, making sure, you know, the things that we've talked about are implemented. So that's usually in the morning for two hours. Then the kids wake up and I try to spend as much time with the family as I possibly can. You know, I and it's tough because now my kids are at an age where they don't want to spend any time with me. You know, they want to spend time with their friends. So, yeah. uh which is great. I'm like, you know, I'm. I'm fine because I love spending time with my wife. I mean, you know, people always say, you know, you get those questions a lot of time, like, you know, Hey, if you had to have, you know, one drink or this or that, who would you want to, you know, be with? And I always said, I want to be with my wife. You know, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't have, you know, a lot of time together where there's not, um, anxiety, meaning, you know, the, the players are in or you're coaching or it's during the season, you know, and then, um, you know, it's always tough, you know, unless you win the Super Bowl. You know, it's always some type of disappointment, you know what I'm saying, afterwards. So, it, it, it it's tough and we spend the time together, but we'll, we'll spend a lot of time here, you know, my, all my kids play sports, so, you know, they have, they have, like, tougher rules than, like, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement from the players. I mean, I mean, they've got, they practice more than we do, you know what I'm saying? They're there longer than we are. But, um so we'll go back and forth between here and, and Tennessee, where my, my, my in-laws are. You know, we have a lake house and a farm up there. And um, you know, like, as I always say people like, "How does a guy from New York City have a farm?" and you know And I always tell them the same thing, I say, "Hey, listen, where I grew up, all the houses were connected, so everybody you know if if you you had an argument in your house, the whole neighborhood knew you know what i 'm saying there was nothing really private going on, so you know my whole life, my goal was, hey, I just want to be able to walk out in my underwear and get my mail." You know what I'm saying? And not have to see any of my neighbors and I can yell and no one can hear anything. So I I bought a farm and I I have that now.
0: And Helen can rip your ass there and nobody's going to know.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We lived in my, like where I grew up in the Bronx where the houses were connected. You know, everybody would know what's going on. That would be you. You'd be my neighbor, you know, listening to stuff and tweeting it out.
0: (laughs) Doug, thanks very much for the time today. Appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. No problem. Great. Thanks. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash ASP. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash ASP. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash ASP. ZipRecruiter.com slash ASP. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Jalen Ramsey, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
2: I appreciate you, man.
0: We got big off-season plans here? Spend time with your daughter?
2: Yeah, for sure. Spend, what are we doing? Uh, got to spend a, spend a lot of time with my family, um, especially my daughter. Of course, she's growing up on me fast. Um. Getting, getting to be the big one and, yeah, spending time with her and my brother and his family and my mom and everybody.
0: The year goes fast, doesn't it?
2: It does, man. Too fast. You
0: know what they say? The days go slow
2: and the years go fast. And man. you
0: know what? Before you know it, she's going to be graduating I hope, I, elementary I wanna, school and junior high. I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, I don't even
2: want to look that far right now. I, I want to stay where she is right now. What will you be doing with her during July? Uh, during July, uh, we may take, you know, one big family trip, but um july is her birthday so uh the end of july is her birthday planning a big first birthday party and that's it
0: what's so big about it what are we doing
2: um we're thinking about doing like a a a pink safari uh theme going all wild with it i don't know exactly what we all gonna do i leave a lot of that up to her mom (laughs) uh the decorating and and making it safari yeah yeah like a pink safari she loves animals already uh, giraffes, all type of animals. So, we're going to figure it out.
0: Can we get some pink Adidas shoes there? Is that going to be possible? Oh, yeah.
2: She's already decked down in Adidas from head to toe already.
0: The new Adidas deal. How, yeah. How, has that been, has that worked out for you?
2: Man, it has, man. It's been, uh, it's been, man, one of the highlights of my offseason so far, honestly. Um, of course, I was with, uh, the Jordan brand and I had a great relationship with them and my reps there and that was a good relationship. It was only a few of us in the Jordan family. Um, but at the end of the day, um, my contract was up with them. I started renegotiating with them. And they um, also had the opportunity to final match uh the Adidas deal. But even more so than, of course, the money and everything that played into it, Uh Adidas flew me out to Portland. And what they presented to me was, uh I mean, top of the line. And it just fit everything that I wanted to do and where I wanted to take my brand and um, just trying out the cleats. And I liked them and the gloves. Just everything about them was uh Super professional And it just fit It was the right move For me business wise
0: Jalen is there Adidas merchandise Coming our way here For bringing up Adidas During this podcast Interview here today
2: Yeah yeah, yeah. I can get y'all hooked up uh, <laughs> <laughs> They quick And they quick turnaround Too man Trust Is that me. right yeah, yeah they quick turnaround Cause look you, you think they would Like these shoes Not at all Not at all yeah. Uh, But yeah <laughs> We can get you hooked up Okay well, you're we're, good well, We're gonna get you shoes size. size Yeah, yeah I'm, Let, I'm, let me know the shoe go? sizes yep. I'm gonna hit up that will have them here Before you leave Oh before I leave yeah, even Before you leave
0: Now listen you're also doing a great job building your name. Something occurred to me that you were kind enough. You took out the marketing staff here. I don't know if people know this. You took them to dinner. You Cal took Foods. everybody to Calford's. and they had no idea. You, you, you were kind of you bought them dinner. Yeah. Talked about building your name further. How you could work with them. Yeah. What What made you do that? That's
2: kind of neat. Um. One, I just wanted to show them. You know that I appreciate them. At the end of the day, uh, a lot of people here in the organization, behind the scenes, they do a lot for um not only myself but the whole team in general and I just wanted to show them one appreciation and then kind of talk to them about um being smart and strategic about going forward how uh they can help me how I can help them how I can help my teammates uh build their brands because I've gotten to a a place that I'm I've came at peace of um I guess you could say my celebrity and people don't see me doing the air quotes but uh how I am and um how I'm known to people, Uh I'm at peace. Like, I'm, it doesn't, I don't want to have more, like, it It doesn't matter to me. I'm at peace with it. But if I can help my teammates build their brands um, and kind of follow that mold that I set, Um because, you know, coming to Jacksonville, being drafted here, people told me, you know, there's no market here. You won't, you'll never be a national brand here. You'll never, hmm. you know, be a national name and and this and that. And, you know, it's career killing place. But I've kind of, broken that mode, um and i kind of want to help my teammates do the same
0: you're at peace with
2: your brand how would you describe your brand um i mean i i have my uh uh like my 20 land brand um and uh, this is something i've slowly been been building and of course it's not you know a nike or adidas or anything like that but uh, i want to be as uh organized and professional with my brand as they are in their brand mm. and, and uh strategic and how i run it and how i Operated and who I build it with and build it around. Um, so, yeah, I have, you know, uh, little things going on there, hoodies and stuff. Uh, but for right now, it's just I'm kind of focused. Uh, I'm a little backed off focused on football. and trying to help others do the same right now. You
0: know, it's interesting. We went stopped in the Jaguars team shop before. Mm-hmm. Me and my producer, Daniel Dopp, he picked out one football jersey. You know which football jersey he picked out? I hope it was 2.0. It was 2.0. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he has the
0: 2.0. He's taking the 2.0 jersey home with him.
2: Yeah. Today. I appreciate that. And I'll sign it for you if you want me to.
0: <laughs> so, oh, so we get an autographed jersey and we get Adidas shoes.
2: Oh, yeah. He comes to sure. do the sit down this podcast. You know, I'm really a nice guy. Man. You really are. I'm you really, really are. a nice guy. Yeah. People don't know this, but I'm really a nice guy. And before we let you go, just give me a quick breakdown on some of the quarterbacks you're facing this year. Uh man, he he wanna do this again, huh? Uh you know, I'm not gonna do this again, but uh we do uh we do play some good quarterbacks this year, of course, but probably the quarterback I'm most excited about, uh is um Nick Foles. I don't have to play against him, of course. Uh he is my teammate. He's a great teammate. Uh in the few interactions we've had, it's been great. Uh great man, great player as well. Um has nothing to prove to anybody. He's a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, so I hope he, you know, comes out here, plays free, uh, knows he has the support of everybody.
0: That's maturity right there.
2: I'm growing, man. It's year four for me, man. I'm, it's, it's a different me. A lot of people, uh, you know, they think they know me, they don't really know me. Um but hey, that's okay, but we'll, we'll get it right. And before
0: I let you go, what's the one thing people need to know about you that they don't know?
2: I don't know. They can know. They can, they can form opinions on, you know, how this year goes or, or whatever on the field and whatever. But, um, I'm human just like, like them. Everybody is human. Um, sometimes I think Demarcus Cousins recently said it, uh, in an interview, um, it's like, you know, we're looked at a bunch of times as just, you know, the superstar athletes. And that's how we're looked at. But at the same time, we're also humans and that goes for myself and my teammates. Yeah. You know, um, this is our profession, this is our job, but we're gonna go out there and we're gonna give it our all. Um and if we don't do good or we do good, we know we'll be criticized or praised that comes with it. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. Um I'm a I'm a dad, like you know what I'm saying, and I get I get spit up on just like all other dads out here. i change not, diapers. Yeah, change diapers like Old all the dads. I'm not it's not like different and it's not special um for me. So yeah.
0: Enjoy the pink safari party. Oh, thanks, for sure. Thanks for the time today and good luck this season. Appreciate you, man. And so there is the Jaguars' outstanding young cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, who will go this season without a new contract. But when he is paid, boy, that's going to be a big deal. Special thank you to the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, Doug Marone, as he heads off into the summer to his cabin, his lakefront property in Tennessee, where he'll get to enjoy some well-deserved downtime. And special thank you to the Jaguars staffers, Tad Dickman, Josh Margulies, who helped put this all together so we could bring you a live in-person podcast, which we really don't get to do enough. We'd like the opportunity to do that more, but it just so happened that we were blessed enough to be in Jacksonville this week and got together with a couple of great Jaguars, Doug Marone, Jalen Ramsey. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another Adam Schefter podcast. I hope everybody enjoys their July 4th holiday. We'll be off next week, and we'll be back the week of Monday, July 8th, for another Adam Schefter podcast. Until then, have a great holiday vacation. Happy birthday to our country.